everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual download of the podcast. Thank you for continuing to share and to follow. Thank you for being a part of our Facebook group if you are already a part of it. Thank you for your contributions thus far. And I'm very excited that you all are literally taking advantage of the private coaching. Some of you are just being bold. You're going right past the consultation and you're going right in for a session. And I know you are enjoying it just as much as I am. I got a little stuck there. But uh, if you're interested in joining this journey, you can go visit me at IamReneeRoberts.com. Go there and book your appointment. You can also find all of the episodes of the podcast there. In addition, you can go to Facebook and Instagram, and I there am at IamReneeRoberts. There you can also book appointments and see what's going on in my world. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self discovery, healing, and forward progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. Fam, fam, fam. I am so hyped about this episode. You know, in the last episode, I got all up in y'all business about self-sabotaging behaviors and the feedback was amazing. Even though some of y'all, I felt a little bit, a little bit like you were coming at me, but the feedback was amazing. And especially in the group chat, which by the way, once again, if you have not joined it, it's the Coach My World podcast on Facebook. The Coach My World podcast fam on Facebook. Uh, why, Sway? Why haven't you joined? But if you haven't, you need to get on there. Why? Because you're missing out on some good discussions about the podcast. And so based on that, I recently posted a question about one of the maladaptive behaviors of self-sabotage that I had talked about in the last episode. And we're talking about that good old procrastination. Yeah, many of you were so surprised to discover that it is a sure way to sabotage things for yourself. And interestingly enough, most people do not even understand why they actually do it. So what I'm going to do in this episode, I'm going to deal with what causes self-sabotaging behaviors in addition to offering you uh, some practical strategies. We'll call it that. Uh, some practical strategies to help you abort these types of behaviors. These, these behaviors are also considered self-efficacy, meaning they work to make the individual insignificant or erased. Um, Realize that self-efficacy behavior can emerge when people have trouble believing in their own abilities. And most times, if not all times, that lack of belief is rooted in some deep, 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 deep seated issues. All right. So we're going to get into it. I, I have a few um of these issues, the deep rooted issues I want to kind of talk about a little bit, and then we'll get into uh, some things that you can, that can help you get over this type of behavior. All right. So here we go. The first one, one of those issues is a difficult childhood. All right. Growing up in a dysfunctional home or with a dysfunctional family, either one, these things can contribute to your self-sabotaging behaviors. Now, remember, our earliest interactions and experiences with our caregivers, with our families, with our whoever, you know, has been over us, these, these experiences greatly affect how we connect with others. 
So if your parents told you growing up that you'll never amount to nothing, you're going to be just like your daddy, then maybe you start handicapping yourself so that you do fall short and meet that conditioned expectation. So in other words, if that's what you're saying, I will never be, then maybe I won't. And so I will do what's necessary to make sure that I don't ever achieve anything beyond that. I hope you caught that. The second thing, another issue is difficulty in relationships. So for example, if your ex is constantly putting you down, uh, you might start feeling extremely vulnerable in those spaces, right? And maybe they said they are wasting their time trying to move forward with someone like you. Uh, bruh, sus. Fast forward to now, you're in a pretty good relationship, but you go and start cheating on your partner or you start doing other things to sabotage the relationship. So you break up with them for no reason, really. These things happen because you don't feel good enough or you fear you're going to get hurt again. All right. Now, research, you know, I love research. Research shows that some of the main reasons people with the history of difficult relationship self-sabotage is because of low self-esteem, uh, because of the fear of getting hurt, the fear of commitment, unhealthy relationship beliefs uh, and coping issues when it comes to internal matters or like I like to call them matters of the heart. All right. So let's keep that in mind uh, that difficulty in relationships can be a definitely deep seated issue. Uh, Low self-esteem is a third issue that self-sabotage is deeply rooted in. People with a negative self-image and low self-esteem are especially vulnerable to self-sabotaging behaviors. They behave in ways that confirm negative beliefs about themselves. So if they are close to succeeding, they start getting uncomfortable. And uh, most times these are the type of people that have been told all their lives that they will fail, that they will never amount to anything. Or sometimes they have even told themselves all their lives that they will, would fail or never amount to anything. And so this low self-esteem is definitely a deep-seated issue in self-sabotaging behavior. I just want you to discover which, where is yours deeply rooted? Yes. And the fourth deep seated issue I'm going to discuss is cognitive dissonance. Now this is a, this is a, um, psychological term. We use it a lot in psychology um, and therefore therapists use it a lot as well. People that exhibit this kind of behavior, they, they struggle with this cognitive dissonance, which is actually the mental discomfort that you may have uh, while you're housing simultaneously two conflicting ideas or two conflicting beliefs or contrary thoughts. Now, human beings are more at peace when there's consistency between their beliefs and their actions, when they're consistent, when there's a consistency between what they believe and what they do. So for example, if you're, you're marrying someone great, right? But you come from a dysfunctional family, your dad left, your mother went from one abusive relationship to another. You now don't believe in a stable loving marriage, but sis, 
You are still continuing to plan that wedding and send out those invitations. Or let's look at work. You know, at work, you're about to get a, a land a great client. Um, or, you know, if you're in sales, you're about to land a great client and earn more money than you've ever done before. You're about to earn more money than most of the salespeople that you work with. So rather than do what it takes to push yourself forward for that, you hold back because you really don't feel worthy of having that type of success. So you get lit the night before this meeting you're going to have with this client. You get lit. I don't know if it's drunk or you're getting high, whatever it is, you're busted and you miss the whole meeting. So rather than move ahead, you take more actions to screw up things for yourself. This shows how self-sabotaging can lead to chronic struggles with with things like food, liquor, drugs, alcohol, um, I said liquor, I'm sorry, gambling, um, self-injuries. This destructive behavior can also strip you of your motivation and make you super anxious. Now that I've enlightened you on some of the main root causes of self-sabotaging, I want to conclude this episode with providing you with just a few strategies that can help you stop sabotaging yourself. Somebody yell, stop. Yell to yourself, say, stop it. All right. So if you work with a coach or therapist or a counselor, I encourage you to reveal these behaviors to them if they haven't already peeped them. Because look, Some of us are really good at peeping what's really going on in your behaviors. And I want you to look to their expertise for guidance. And hey, if you don't have any of the above, if you need a professional, holler at your girl. I'm available. I have tools and strategies to help you overcome this maladaptive pattern of behaving. Just go to my website at IamReneeRoberts.com and I will take care of you. I promise. I got you, mama. I got you, sir. And to help you challenge these behaviors on your own as well. So while you're doing the work with your professional, there's some things you can be doing on your own. Here are a few things I want you to consider, right? First, examine the root causes. Look for the patterns in your life. What type of behaviors are you consistently presenting in response to particular issues? Have you been prone to put a stop to your good efforts repeatedly? Did these behaviors come into play before you, prior to you succeeding in something or, or when you were close to achieving your personal desires? Please remember This behavior may come from childhood, y'all. Some parents either knowing uh, no better or just afraid that their kids are going to be like them or going to be disappointed. They tell their kids to not think so big. And maybe they've said things to you like, who are you to believe you can go to college? You need to work like the rest of us. And I know that's a mindset that maybe some of you are not familiar with, but look, don't get it twisted. It exists. These types of mindsets negatively impact the way we pursue success throughout our lifetime or throughout our lifespan. All right. So examine the root causes. Uh, The second one, stop procrastinating. I'm laughing to myself and out loud thinking about some of the comments in our Facebook group about procrastination. And it is super interesting that this is a common behavior for those who self-sabotage. If you keep putting things that are important to you off, it it might be easier to manage emotionally than for you to try to reach goals that you were told you would never reach. 
The inequality between where you are currently and what was conditioned in your mind over the years might just have created major discomfort, which is why you keep self-sabotaging. Now, I read some research, and according to research, they did this study on student procrastinators in academic environments, all right? Two scientists found one common factor in procrastination involved in a lack of self-regulation. So that was one common factor uh, with procrastination. There was a lack of self-regulation. And this is due to students having a large degree of freedom. They have all these temptations and distractions and these long deadlines, right? And then peer influence or social factors also influence procrastination. Then the last thing they found was a lack of skills in the area of study uh, also contributed to the procrastination. So we see procrastination is deeper than just I'll do it later. It's deeper than I have time. Um, there's, it's a deeper root issue and we need to make sure that our procrastination is not in alignment with disorder. Okay. All right. That's, I'm going to leave that right there because I plan on doing a podcast on procrastination. All right. The third one. Stop limiting your perspective to only the big picture. I know we're told to look at the big picture, but stop limiting your perspective to that. When you pursue something big in life, it can feel so overwhelming. So to prevent self-sabotaging behaviors, don't get trapped in the details. Those who self-sabotage sometimes waste too much doggone time on insignificant details. Here's another example. If you're trying to get healthy, right? Like me, me, I'm trying to get healthy. I am learning to not make drastic decisions. It's not an all or nothing situation for me. I'm not going to throw in the towel if I miss one day of working out or I miss a day at the gym or uh, if I even miss the gym one week, I'm just going to start back the next week. See, this is about making small positive changes and then moving slowly In those changes, then this way you're going to prevent sabotaging. You're going to, you're going to prevent your sabotaging mind. I should say that mindset from putting on the brakes and just quitting altogether. How many times have you started over? How many times have you quit and you come back to it a year later or you quit and you come back to it a month later, a month later? Stop taking off more than you can choose. Stop looking at only the big picture. Take some more bite-sized moves so that you don't divert from your goals. I hope that has encouraged you. And then the last one, stop perfectionistic thinking. OMG. I've been coaching a couple of my clients currently on this one, y'all. And I believe this is one of the most debilitating mindsets that that we have to deal with aggressively. Self-sabotaging people are often perfectionists. And if you are a perfectionist or if I'm stepping on a a toe or two, just whisper, ouch. Or just make that face we make when somebody has literally dialed our number without our permission. Hmm. Maybe you, maybe you just overthink every detail and everything has to be just right. I want you to challenge yourself to aim to strive for excellence, not perfection. Excellence, not perfection. They are two different things. Make small improvements and, and, and watch the progress on the way towards accomplishing your desired goal. As I tell my clients, perfectionism is subjective. 
It is not objective. And for my clients that follow this podcast and you know this is what we've been chatting about, I'm sure you are quoting it with me. Perfectionism is is subjective. It is not objective. So we have to stop wasting energy trying to obtain something that is subject to change. Perfectionism is subject to our emotions. It's subject to the backdrops of our lives. It's subject to our upbringing. It's subject to our culture. It's subject to our religion. So we can't depend on that. In other words, perfectionism can never be achieved, family. So before I end this, I'm going to give you some questions you can ask yourself as you're contemplating this journey of healing from self-sabotage. And I say contemplating because some of us don't feel like we need to heal in this area. But I am hoping that through these last couple of episodes, we're realizing some some voids or some 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 uh, pain points in this just so we can deal with it. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, Are my behaviors aligning with my goals? That's what you can ask yourself. If not, what is stopping me from taking action to make my dreams come true? Is my behavior aligning with values that I currently believe? If not, what is stopping me from taking actions that align with these values? Do I feel uneasiness or discomfort when I progress? If you say yes to that, I want you to dig a little deeper and I want you to ask yourself these three questions. Is this discomfort based on what others told me that limited my dreams and desires? Is this discomfort based on a fear of failure and worry about looking the fool? Or is this unease based on a fear of success? Hmm. Here's another question. Am I concerned with achieving more than I thought possible? If I do better or achieve more, do I believe success is more than I deserve? I want you to think about that. And here's your call to action in this episode. I want you, after you finish listening to this, to go and sit with yourself and have a Q&A to see where you are as it pertains to self-sabotage. You may be surprised by what you discover, but do not fear. Coach Renee is right here, ready to assist you on your journey. Coach Renee is available and ready, guys. I love you, fam. And I and, and you know what? My heart's desire is to see you healthy, whole, and happy. And I'm going to continue to do the work. I commit to doing the work which helps you to achieve these ultimate goals for your life. So until next time, fam, I want you to continue to extend some grace, continue to extend compassion, and continue to extend unconditional love to yourself as you continue to feel, to deal, and to heal forward. You guys have a good one.